Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Hi, everyone. We have a very, very important program and a very, very special program. Today, we are going to be talking to Gerald and Merle Sternberg and some important information they have to give to you. So stay tuned after this commercial break and the song. We will be right back with today's guest. From author Dr. Denise Gotadis comes a self-help guide that will give you valuable information about the world around you in ways never imagined. The Metaphysical God in Relation to His Creation. Available on Amazon. In this must-read book, you will learn about your importance in the world and the metaphysical universe around you. You will be introduced to the Metaphysical God who has a relationship with you and those around you. Whether you are aware of this or not, you come into contact with Him daily. He is omnipresent metaphysically. He is in and outside of his creation and what does a metaphysical god have to do with you and the creation around you you are a very big piece of a huge puzzle the metaphysical god in relation to his creator from author dr denise gotatis is available on amazon order your copy right now
CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to the Black Jewish Queen. Live chat with Dr. Denise Gotatis. Welcome back, everyone. I wanted to give the song credit to Vernon Maytone. The song was called Cleanliness. And you are listening to... CRS Radio, the Black Jewish Queen Life Chat. And today, as I have spoken about, my guest today is Gerald and Merle Sternberg. Now, Gerald and Merle Sternberg are the founders of the African American Jewish Friendship Group of Madison, Wisconsin. And in 1990, Merle Sternberg they, Merle and Jerry Sternberg, wanted to improve race relations in Bank County. Over the years, the organization has grown and thrived with lively and honest discussions about the group's respective histories and current and continuing problems that impede progress in race relations in the quest for true equality with the Dane County and the United States. The Friendship Group has been involved in several projects to promote the improvement of race relations, equality, equity, equity, and inclusion. The Education Committee has taken on one of the major projects that have been established. The goal of the Education Committee is to identify resources to support the development of an accurate, integrated and comprehensive social studies and U.S. history curriculum for grades K through 12 with the focus of the critical role of, that African Americans have played in the country's development. So to that end, the Education Committee created a proposal in 2019 reframing American history to share with Wisconsin school districts. The African American Jewish Friendship Group is a recipient of the of the Community Service Award in Madison, Wisconsin. In 2022, they received this award, and right now, I know that Jerry and Merle they're going to elaborate even more of what the African American Jewish Friendship Group does. I want to welcome them at this time. Welcome, Thank guys. You. Hi. Thank you, Denise. Thank We're you, Denise. happy to be here on your show. It was wonderful hearing the Caribbean music. Uh, we we uh, had our honeymoon we, when we first got married in Jamaica, so we can really relate okay. to the music that you had yeah. on, and we love uh, reggae and other Caribbean music, so that was fun to listen to, and of course, we're looking forward to talking to all of the people in uh, in the Caribbean as well as around the world. Um, Do you want to oh, speak yeah. a little bit about how that group got started? Yeah. In 1990, like you said, uh, we, Merle and I came from New York, 
And so we, we were always used to having friends of color. And uh, when we got to Madison, we noticed that there was uh, kind of segregated uh, and, that, and yeah. that we didn't meet so many uh, African-Americans when we first got here. And so we decided to start this group uh, between our synagogue, uh, which is Beth Israel Center, and also, um, and also the South Madison Neighborhood Center, uh, which was in the South Madison area where mostly African-Americans live. And both boards approved the, unanimously approved the concept of having this group. You know, to tell you the truth, we're unique in the United States in terms of having this group. Uh, as you said, yes. uh, we, we discuss things, we discuss race, uh, anti-Semitism, and other, other subjects that otherwise would be hard to discuss very, very um, comfortably in our group. And uh, we, we've, uh, we've developed this comfort level in talking honestly about problems that each group shares, but we're doing yes. lots of proactive things in the community to make it better uh, for both groups. Uh, right now is a time of, of, of racist uh, actions by many, as well as anti-Semitic actions, and so we have many projects going on that would that would address, you know, uh, the equality of all peoples, and we stand up for all peoples. We're not only protect, interested in protecting our own. We don't like it when any group is discriminated against. The group is partly social. We get together and have meals together, uh, but it's also partly project-oriented, and I'd like to let Merle uh, lead in there because she's the chairperson of the most important committee that we have. Well, thank you, Jerry, and thank you, Denise. Um, oh. We just we decided actually originally the group was, as Jerry said, more social. But we read books together. We went to plays together. Books that were relevant to our discussions and our two two groups. And we always had potlucks. We had our choir sang together. And we have picnics, and um, we also ran a big fundraiser for the South Madison Neighborhood Center, which now has turned into the Boys and Girls Club. But um, we, we had a, a costume ball. We had the food donated, and, and the band played for free. And we, we raised over $2,000 for them to buy computers. This was way back in the 90s. So um, Awesome. This, yeah, it was good. And at this point, um, we continue to read books together and discuss them. We discuss what's going on in the news, and um, we we we've made, like Jerry said, we've made friends to the point where people feel comfortable already. You know, we we've been with each other enough times and re realize we all have good intentions. We took a trip to uh, the America's Black Holocaust Museum earlier in uh, this year in January, uh, it, which is in Milwaukee. It was extremely moving, and, um, and uh, then we went out for a dinner together. And we have yeah. been pursuing, as Mary said, these different projects. Uh, the one that um, I've been most active on personally is the Education Committee. Uh, years ago, I thought many years ago that one month a year dedicated to black history was, was, didn't make any sense because black history is yeah. American history. And 
American mm-hmm. history is black history. Without the, the black history, we couldn't have had America. And um, unfortunately, it, it evolved through a, a dreadful way by taking them as slaves. But we need, the children need to learn this history. We can't hide it and bury it somewhere. It has to be known because we're not going to be able to improve as a multicultural society, kids growing up in, you know, in a diverse world. We need to know about each other, what our, what's happened, the, the truth in this country, if we're to learn from the mistakes. And also, not only that, but learn about the contributions that blacks have made to this country, what it is in just every single area of life. And, um, I totally and that agree. Not been done. I yeah. totally agree, Merle. You and Jerry, it's just, I'm, I mean, out of, out of the whole time I've known you guys, I have just admired. Um, you've been an inspiration to me. Um, not only, you know, you, you integrate um, both cultures together and, I'm just, you know, when we when we first met you guys, I was just just in admiration. Um, you integrated the cultures together, and you bring the black community in with the Jewish culture and the Jewish culture with the African American community, and that's something that you know, I mean, with me doing the radio programs and everything, that is the goal of of what. Um, we are doing on the programs. Another um, lady that um, is doing some of the programs here on CRS, Anya Farber, um, it reminds me, too, of some of her projects. She's from New York, and she got some of those things going where um, me and her, we were like, we want to introduce um, nationwide, worldwide, the cultures together to bring like mm-hmm. a Tikkun Olam, healing the yeah. world. And what you guys are doing is healing the world because it, it has been in the past few years, it's been so much anti-Semitism. And I was um, I probably, I think it was a few months back when, yeah, I was in Israel and I was talking to you guys and you guys had told me, sadly, it was some anti-Semitism writings and stuff on the wall over in the university. And, you know, not only that, when you guys told me, I heard about it on the news and everything. And I'm like, wow, you know, it surprises me that in, you know, the year that we live in, it's still going on. It's still going on. And what you guys do, it's needed. It's needed. Thank you. Well, the racism <laughs> still goes on too, and as we see yeah. what just happened in Tennessee, and and um, it's just unfortunately, it, there's there's some I guess people out there who want to make go backwards in life rather than forwards, and like to be all in power, and don't like to be challenged by their power by other people particularly black people and, and, um, yeah. And you saw, you see that you not only saw it in Tennessee, which was a very explicit example of racism because the two young men who, uh, protested for, uh, gun for, for getting rid of assault weapons and having background checks so that 
little children wouldn't be killed at school, uh, they were excluded. They were expelled from their positions as state representatives, whereas the white woman who did the very same thing was not expelled. And and right. we see racism. Of course, we see police brutality to black men, particularly uh, over and over again, which is a just a horrible, horrible injustice. And we we right. have always we've always stood up for uh, our African American friends too. In fact, you know, I find as I go through life that people of different cultures rarely make friends. Of, uh, I mean, especially um, if you're a person of color, white people right. generally do not socialize with with groups that are different from them, which I find so ridiculous and so um, so you know like a throwback to to days right. when there was so much racism, and and that was why we started this group. We always knew that our civil rights partners were African-Americans as Jews. We knew that. We knew that we marched right. to get that, that King and Rabbi um, and Rabbi Abraham Joshua Heschel marched together for, for voting rights and civil rights. So we knew that our closest uh, alliances were with black people and, and uh, you know, that they were for us and we're for them. And, and similarly, Oh, we're for all groups that are discriminated against. We don't, we don't, we can't stand for discrimination against gays or trans people or Hispanics or Asians, any person. And it's our a mantra that we speak out. When we hear people talk in a discriminatory way, we speak out and tell them off because it's the only way, if you are silent, it's complicity. And we have so much of that kind of racism and, and ignorance and um, hate. and hate. The hate, you know, mm-hmm. you wouldn't, you're surprised at how many people harbor hate in their hearts. But they do. They're insecure and, and ignorant and they harbor hate. So, so we're trying to be an example, a symbol of something different from that. That, um, right. That we, we we make friendships and we also get things done to make our society a better place for everybody. And and so right. Merle has been Merle has spearheaded this wonderful education effort, which which is going to ultimately whether we get it done in the legislation or at the school district level, mm-hmm. we we want students to know the full history, the good, bad, and the ugly of our country and right. so that they can improve. We don't want to turn the blind eye or ban books or that, that tell the truth about our country. Right. Uh, and they're not, right. meant, they're not, meant to, they're not meant to give guilt to anybody, to young students. What they're mm-hmm. they're therefore is to educate and enlighten people about the true history. And the only way you can ever improve is if you know the truth about what you've done in the past, that's wrong. Exactly. I, and, um, the reason when we focus on kindergarten through 12, we feel that, you know, young children, it's kindergarten age, their, their personalities are evolving, their thinking, their way they form their opinions are so, it, it's like a, a blank slate still. 
or close to it. So they can start learning about the history of other peoples that we are all important. We all make up this fabric of humanity and what is the background. And, and we don't want the children to think from the beginning that life for black people be, began here as slaves. There were, there were civilizations in Africa, very advanced civilizations that, you know, and the, the white people came in and grabbed them out of these civilizations and made them slaves. So a lot of kids think that that's, that's it. You know, they need yeah. to learn mm-hmm. about Africa before slavery and all the, the brilliant um, people here and, and the perseverance, in spite of all the, the horror that the white supremacists, the slaveholders, that whole way of thinking, Jim Crow, etc. plus, has done to the uh, black community in this country. They have persevered. All they ever wanted was to build communities for themselves and their families and even for others. When they went after slavery, reconstruction began, they got into government. They built schools. They built, and they wanted public schools for everybody, not just for themselves, for everyone. And, uh, you know, kids need to learn that the white people in the South could not stand that they were gaining power. And this has been the history from the very beginning that when black people gain some power and are successful, like just like in Tulsa and elsewhere, they come in and they want to destroy all that because they can't stand the fact that they're not superior, so-called superior to them. So this all this education, we're we're working with the Department of Public Instruction and the bill that was, uh, we worked with one of the state reps with, the bill is going to, it wasn't, brought to a hearing because of the makeup of the legislature here in Wisconsin, which is pretty right-wing at current, but hopefully that's going to change um, with the the new um, Supreme Court justice who's going to be sworn in in August 1st, and they will have a relook at these gerrymandered maps um, that have kept them in control and, and uh one day, we believe it's going to be reintroduced the bill now, but one day we believe that bill is going to pass. We, we're not going to stop until it does, but in the meantime, as Jerry said, we're going community by community, by school district by school district, and getting their, them on board to do this kind of teaching to the students. They owe it to them. And um, there are also other committees going on that are uh, very important, like Jerry can talk about the survey committee and also about the, the housing and the Freedom State are coming up. Yeah, I just wanted to mention that yes. May 7, uh, less than a month from now, just uh, actually a month, four weeks from today, yeah. we're having our Freedom Seder, which celebrates the freedom of blacks from slavery in the United States and the freedom of Jews from slavery in Egypt. For both groups uh, were slaves for hundreds of years. Um, a lot right. of people don't know them, and and so and so that's a, a we ha- usually have between the eighty and ninety people come to this Freedom Seder. We only charge. Uh, we say there's a suggested donation of five dollars. Uh, we want to make it as inexpensive as possible for everybody who wants to come to come, and uh, we have Rabbi Beich. Uh, leading the part of the Seder and with J.P. Olson, who's African-American, a wonderful uh, professional singer. 
and it's it's truly a beautiful event which which both groups uh celebrate um yeah so i also want to mention just so we are up to date about everything that we're proud of the israelis who stood up in the last uh, month or so uh, against the um removal of some democratic um uh, institutions namely the judiciary in israel and and uh you know we don't like to see uh uh turmoil in israel like we have now uh we don't yeah. like to see uh anybody the subject of violence and we're against that but um the the protest the peaceful protest that the israeli people and the hundreds of thousands came out to to participate in was an inspiration we thought so um so everything we well, yes, hope for Jerry. is it's a lot yeah. of people listening from israel <laughs> yeah, right. well, they yeah. Hear you. we support we we were very um we really admired and were inspired by the protesters in israel uh and we um thought that they really were and even the military people who were willing to reservists who were willing not to uh go on missions if they if the judiciary were taken away um and that the legislature the Knesset would be would be deciding who the judges should be etc so um so we our hats off to the Israelis who took those who had the guts to do that um so oh, yeah. you know we have this freedom seder coming up. We just did a survey of um and Denise and, and Denise was on the you were on the committee uh, a survey of yes, uh, managing to say managing <laughs> yeah, and executive. I, I tell many people when I think about you guys I kind of brag on you and I tell them oh you know well, what you. I was at the committee yeah, well, we're, I'm so yeah, the we, the uh, African American Jewish Friendship Group. I brag on you, so thank you. <laughs> that well, the was survey, a very great experience. The survey <laughs> which ahead, you then. participated in uh, really determined that, or, or uh, recognized that uh, African Americans were not in the top. I mean, they are actually the chief of police is African American in Madison, and the sheriff is African American, but. Um, in many of the businesses in in Madison, the African American people are not in the high the executive and managerial positions like we would hope yeah. based on the size of their population. I mean, they don't in those uh, entities, those private businesses, they don't really reflect the thirteen, the uh, whatever seven to thirteen percent, uh, depending on the, right. the uh, census that they occupy. So. Mm-hmm. What we're doing with that that survey report is going around to the university, to Dane County, to Madison, and meeting with them. Dane County and Madison, the city of Madison, were successful in in their percentages of African Americans in executive and managerial positions. So what we're doing is trying to find out what what works in their diversity plans that we can share with other entities that don't have the good results that they do. Uh, we're, we're trying yeah. to get more African-American students at the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, we're trying to make sure there are more faculty of color in Madison at the university. Um, we, we also have a banking committee that meets uh, uh, now and then 
in order to make sure that African-Americans have better chances at loans for homes uh, in Madison. So, you know, we're trying to meet the problems where they exist on a local level. Uh, But the, the unique thing I notice now, by the way, in Congress, in our Congress, that there is a black Jewish um, committee. There's a, a, a black Jewish uh, uh, alliance co- coalition, uh, and, and that's inspirational. But we want to see that kind of uh, unity uh, throughout our society. And, and um, you know, the, yeah. the main point of all of this is that everybody has equal rights and is treated equally. I am so fed up, as is Merle, with seeing, you know, black men stopped in their cars for no reason uh, or for something uh, tiny like a, a, a taillight being out and then them right. being harassed and physically abused and even killed in some cases like this Tyler Nichols was in Memphis recently. Yes. Uh, it's, it's a wow. terrible abuse of power. Those police officers should immediately be, be terminated as, as they were in the case of, of uh, in Memphis recently, and they should be charged yeah. criminally when abuse people who are doing nothing other than driving their car while black. They acted barbaric. They were bar like these cops who do this to black people are no they're bar they behave like barbarians. That's how I feel. <clears throat> and yeah. anybody who could treat another human being like that is is just important. I'm sorry. Go ahead, please, Denise. Yes, it is. It's disgusting. Um, yeah, because, I mean, what you guys are doing is very important because, I mean, hopefully that everyone that's listening, it will be an inspiration for them if there is nothing started in their communities, what yeah. you guys have done, that they would, this would just snowball because people should have equal rights. (laughs) Yes, people should have equal rights in this country. And it's sad to say that it's even Dr. King, when he marched on Washington, you know, um, it's things are soon forgotten. And it seems that the attempt to keep um, the the kids from knowing the true history of the country, it, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's been a big attempt in the past few years. And yeah. if people forget how people were treated, how black people were treated, how things happened, and they get that out of the, their, you know, the history books, it's going to repeat. And seems like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a struggle, like it's trying to come back, the discrimination and everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm mm-hmm. glad that, you know, groups like the African-American Jewish Friendship Group, I'm glad that throughout the country there are some groups that are fighting against and resisting um, this attempt to wipe history out. And it's almost right. as though, you know, what Dr. King stood for, people just trying to wipe it out, wipe out the memory, mm-hmm. wipe out the marching, wipe out the uh, history of the lynchings and all of the other things that happened. Right, right. Absolutely, Denise. So, that's a very good point. Very good point. We, we really respect Brian Stevenson for having created the memorial in Montgomery uh, 
the, the, the tragic memorial that our country has about lynchings, 4,000 lynchings of black people uh, memorialized at that uh, museum. And, and uh, some of the people from our group have actually gone there. And, and, uh, and there's also a civil rights oh. museum in uh, Jackson, Mississippi. Uh, but, but we need to, um, we, by the way, we would be very happy to receive uh, uh, questions or inquiries from other, group, other communities about our group. And, and we could be like a model to other groups in helping them develop this kind of um, this kind of group uh, and in our community, in their communities. And so if they're interested, you know, you can give them our contact information. Yes, yes. Uh, oh, yeah, could, or you can, yeah, or you can, you can uh, tell them how to contact you even on air if you'd like. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. Well, well, if there's contact it, information. Yeah, yeah if, if there are groups that are interested in, in forming you know, whether it be a Black Jewish Alliance like we have or, or uh, some other type of group that stands up for uh, people who are uh, subject to discrimination. Our, um, my email is my name, Gerald Sternberg, G-E-R-A-L-D-S-T-E-R-N-B-E-R-G, followed by the number two at gmail.com. Merle's is, uh, is Merle, M-E-R-L-I-E-J-S, eight zero at gmail.com. And uh, we also uh, have uh, cell phone numbers, which are um, 914-338-2825 and 914-316-5171. So people need to contact us to find out how they can begin the kind of effort that we did back in 1990. We'd be happy to share with them. Yeah, I think that's yeah. a great idea. because I think, I think it's awesome. Yeah, I do too. And um, we were just, we just, you know, as they say, you know, I think some very wise people said the only way to fight hate is love. And that's exactly true. We have to, we have to recognize that we're all on this planet together and we have to, we have to care for each other and respect each other. Everybody has a right to live in dignity and with respect, and, and um, we have to love our planet enough to keep it strong and healthy and just and, and prop each other up rather than put each other down. It's, it's just, it's too long been the way of the world, unfortunately. I just have, have to try everybody in their own little way, if they try, to make some little bit of difference, make a smile at somebody, you know, give them a nice word or two. You see somebody and and cheer them up. Give them, let them have a nice day. You know that that comes back. They will do it to somebody yeah. else, and and it it makes for a more humane society. And people showing, hey, I noticed you. I cared about you, and that's what we have to do in our own little ways. Yeah, we yeah, wanna, we each a puzzle piece. <laughs> We want to. We want to commend you, Denise, for your um, your words of encouragement uh, that are constantly um, being shown on the program. Uh, you say a lot of very meaningful things in very in a very positive way, supporting people in their individuals and communal struggles. 
and you are an inspiration yourself to the wider community. Uh, and and we we, uh, we really have... really appreciate that. What you the kind of contributions oh, thank you make? You guys, we admire I you think so you much. Guys are... I admire we you. Really <laughs> I oh, we do, admire you. I admire... Love you. <laughs> love you guys oh, too. Yeah. And I, I tell everybody, hey, this is my family. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so we, put, feel, I, we feel I, the same way. Yes, you guys are just wonderful. I mean, just wonderful people. And I'm just, I mean, you have inspired me. Believe it or not, Jerry, you and Merle, you guys have taught us, taught me, taught, you know, all of us, my family, everybody. And, you know, it's it's just an inspiration, just it, just a blessing um, to Thank know you, you guys. We love you, too. We might tell the audience that we're over a lot older than you, so if you learn from us, it's because we've lived longer. <laughs> yeah. The other thing we ought to say yeah. is let's, let's support our youth. Let's yeah. support yeah. Uh, our youth um, that comes up with new ideas and, and uh, they, wanna, they particularly want to protect themselves from, from guns and violence and, and they're for reproductive freedom of women. Let let's support our youth. They're they're the future leaders mm-hmm. of our country and yeah. of the world. Uh, and uh, yeah. I recently went I went to a, a something called the Soapbox program where where uh, teenagers from high school spoke about their innermost feelings and what's important to them, how some of them have been discriminated against and victims of sexual abuse and and child abuse. And it, I was so. Um, I admired their their courage to talk about these problems and their interest in in um, in uh, making our our country safer than it is. You know, we we yeah. recognize that our country is has too much too much violence, and yeah. and we we want that to change in a big way too. So mm-hmm. the the way to do one of the ways it to will. do that is is to be an activist, but also to support our youth in their future uh, goals. Yes, it's terrible. We want, the world must think we're crazy here in this country. Uh, schools get shut up, little children, and yet these, these weapons of war are still permitted. And when they weren't back in the 90s, um, uh-huh. for 10 years, I believe it was Biden who introduced that bill. Right, the assault weapons. Assault weapons ban. Um, there was a great reduction in the amount of mass shootings that occurred. Then it, after 10 years, it needed to be re, um, renewed or something like that. And the current president at the time was not interested in doing that, nor was his, uh, his Congress that was Bush at the time. And look, and yeah. now they, I mean, it, to me, it's unconscionable how they can decide that getting money for their own re-elections is more important than saving children and, and adults even that. I mean, nobody should die. Right. And people have, right. people are freed and, and it's a, it's a shame on our country. And, um, I think two young men in, in the, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee the, uh, what was it? The two, Justin Pearson and Justin uh, Jones. They are like okay. the new leaders. Uh-huh. They are so impressive. They are so, they, they want to do so much good. They remind us of the 
young Martin Luther Kings of today. And we got to let them, like Jerry said, the youth, they're 26 years old. And we got to let people like them lead us because they, they are the ones who know what, what we need. You know, we ought to take You know, because I'm ahead. thinking when you said that, when you and Jerry were making that point, it's, it's, I think it's more so to um, the psyche of the youth because you see so many violent TV programs coming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes kids are, that's their babysitter because their parents are one parent at home or both mm-hmm. are working or too busy and they put them in front of the television screen. Mm-hmm. And it's really nothing good with even the video games that's going on. One video game I remember, they were having um, drive-by shootings. They had the person that's um, playing the video game, they're shooting people on the game, you know, mm-hmm. the little kids. They have exposure to this. Um, and even some of the movies that are out, it's very, it's a lot of violence. Mm-hmm. That, a lot, right? you know. Is is in, in that's like affecting a lot of the youth, and it's it's very sad that nobody is passing any type of bills to prevent this from coming to kids. You know, mm-hmm. it used to not right. be like this, and it's like the world we're living in. It's like a totally different world. Everybody walks around angry and rude, and you know the. Anti-Semitism, the racism, it's like on the rise because nobody really cares. The moral, the the morals, is kind of dropped. And I'm thinking it's because you know, look at what some people they're the upbringing, what they're exposed to. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're surrounded by all this violence. It's like they think this is the way things are, you know, and it's just. It, it, it's really sick, you know, all in the name of so-called free speech, but it's it's misinterpreting yeah. the whole idea, if you ask me, to allow that kind of stuff to go on. It's not, it's just, it's, it's perverted and, and right. sick. Uh, mm-hmm. We, we, wa- we want to uh, draw attention to this holiday weekend where we're celebrating Passover, Easter, and Ramadan all all together at this time, and maybe this can become a spring of change. Maybe this spring people will put their minds and their hearts towards improving uh, their countries and the world so that we can, so we don't have to uh, have so much violence, so much hatred in our societies. Uh, if we yeah. can, If we can dedicate ourselves to that kind of, one day at a time to making this country and the world a better place um, and actually making these holidays uh, a beginning point, a spring, you know, like the flowers are budding. We can use our, our minds to renew what's good in the world so that, so that yeah. we're not so hateful, so that we're not so violent towards others. And we can understand and the, the beauty of diversity in the world uh, and appreciate people uh, for who they are uh, instead of, instead of uh, feeling uh, insecure that we have to 
discriminate against them. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is we remember fondly uh, climbing up uh, in Jamaica the, uh, <laughs> the, the waterfall. Dunn's River Falls. Dunn's River Falls. <laughs> so we want to say um, hello to all our Jamaican and other Caribbean friends. Uh, we love Dunn's River Falls. We love the Caribbean. Uh, the Jamaican people are so friendly, and I'm sure the Barbadian and the other Antiguan people are too. And we want to yeah. uh, we want to say uh, uh, hi to all of our friends in the Caribbean as well. Yes, definitely hi, yeah. and hi to whoever is listening all over the world. As you said, Denise, people listen from all over the world. Oh um, yes, from all over Israel. Yeah, Israel, the Caribbean, a, everywhere, <laughs> the UK. It's a privilege to be on your show. This is the first time I have ever been on a radio program, and um, oh. I really feel so honored that you asked us, and we um, were able to share some of our thoughts with you, who, and you are so thoughtful yourself. Denise, so it was it's a special honor. Yeah, and keep up your words of encouragement. They're 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 positive, they're forward thinking, uh, they're inspirational and and uh, uh, we look forward to hearing more of them. Happy oh, holidays to everybody. So Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yes. Thank you guys. But Thanks for the thank opportunity. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, Thank you guys for coming on and love you guys and virtual hug. Love you too. And, okay. and virtual hug. Definitely we'll get there to see you guys. <laughs> oh, we hope so. Thank we you. really can't wait to see you. Bye bye. Bye now. Bye. Thanks, thanks. And everyone, thanks uh, thanks to Gerald and Merle Sternberg. They are wonderful people working with um working in the way to bring rights to everyone. I just want to thank them for coming on and we will be back after this quick songs and words. This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to the Black Jewish Queen. Live chat with Dr. Denise Gotatis.
got to offer. You are my queen, my empress, my ayata cause. You're not each up on the street side corner. You prefer block your reverence by the rivers of water. And you always put a hand that right meditation. Yes, sir. Spiritual penetration. Girl, enter in my chamber and don't be no stranger. Tell me what you are with, but so much more than what needs the eye. So much more than you mean to I and I was only why I love you, girl. You're the light to my darkness, the key to my darkness. So much more than what needs the eye. So much more than you mean to I and I was only why I love you, girl. You're the light within my world. From the first time our eyes met, touch, I was caught in a lust, girl. So we exchange names and contacts Now that got we locked in this deep conversation You are tell about your hopes and dreams I just tell you about my life and my situation Now you say you want come still with the naughty out Open your arms, level up, cause you girl You mean so much more than what meets the eye So much more than you mean to I And I was only why I love you, girl You're the light to my darkness, the key to my answers This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to the Black Jewish Queen. Live chat with Dr. Denise Gotatis. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. I want to give credit to Vernon Maytone um, for so much more. It is awesome. The music that is coming out of this person's mouth with these very, very beautiful, beautiful reggae songs. So much more. It is just so much more. And now I wanted to once again thank uh, our guest, um, Attorney Gerald and Merle Sternberg, for coming on the program. And because they, what they're doing with the initiative that they are um, taking to the Madison, Wisconsin legislation that goes around the United States of America is making an impact in all of the African-American and Jewish communities. Um, They are, are some awesome people, and I hope in a future time we will be able to ask them on once again. But anyways, I wanted to, at this time, we are going to go into even more songs because I am enjoying some of the talents of Vernon Maytone here on the Black Jewish Queen live chat. His tunes are catchy, and um, it's been an awesome honor to be able to play some of this music here on the Black Jewish Queen live chat. Be right back after this. This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to the Black Jewish Queen live chat with Dr. Denise Gotatis. 
Black Jewish Queen Live Chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Hi, welcome back, everyone. I want to give a song credit out to Vernon Maytone. He has a wonderful song, Mind Your Mouth. Our last guest that we just had was um, Attorney Gerald and Merle Sternberg. They were talking about the African American Jewish Friendship Group of Madison, Wisconsin. And you know, everyone, I used to be on a committee before moving to Israel. Um, I was on the African American Jewish Friendship Group Committee, and we um, covered a lot 
and um, tried to help out a lot with the projects, with the getting along of the races in Madison, Wisconsin. This is Dane County. And what surprised me the most during that time was that in the day and age that we live in, that these racial inequalities, they really did exist. Sometimes, you know, um, we we overlook certain things that's happening in our society, but Gerald and Merle Sternberg, they have made a very, very big impact in that community, and they had improved race relations in that community. And they started the African-American Jewish Friendship Group in around the 1990s. And what they were saying is that they had been working with uh, grades K through 12 so that they would be able, the children would be able to learn the full history of the country you know, the relationship that African-Americans and the contributions that was made to the country. And, you know, it's also, it's bringing the, they brought two different cultures of people together, the Jewish culture and the African-American culture, which was working together. And during Dr. King's time, Um, African-Americans and Jewish people have always been together, always worked together. And Merle, she is a fantastic artist. I forgot to mention that. Um, She had done a very beautiful, beautiful painting of Dr. King in the March on Washington and everything. And Um, I had totally forgot to share that with you guys. She is a fantastic artist. And maybe in a a future program, and when I ask them back on, she will be able to share uh, some of the paintings that she she does. I mean, the paintings are just awesome. She inspired me so much that I had started painting. But her paintings were just really, really very brilliant. You guys, um, hopefully, (laughs) maybe I can get a picture of some of her artwork and I could put some of it up of some of the paintings that she painted. Some of the paintings, too, it uh, reflected some of the civil rights um, drawings, you know, some of the, the, the artists, you know, some of the artwork of Dr. King, you know, other civil rights leaders. I mean, she did wonderful, I mean, wonderful work. So I I have to tell you that. And maybe I could get her to send me some pictures and I could post it up, you know, so that you could get a good look at her artwork because it's awesome. But anyways, in Madison, the African-American Jewish Friendship Group, they um, really had really good projects for to you know to for the quest for real equality in the community for African Americans. And you know, when I moved to Wisconsin before the time that I lived there, I went to Beth Israel and that's the show that, you know, we all went to. It's an awesome show, um, led by Rabbi Betsy Forrester. She is a good rabbi, awesome rabbi. And um in 
Jerry, he him and Merle, they introduced me, you know, into the program, and I did not regret going, and it, it's just an awesome program, and I wanted to share with you guys as well that later on, they're going to be doing a Freedom Seder, and the Freedom Seder is going to be um, in May, and it's going to be their third annual Freedom Seder, and this is a 2023, and it's going to be sponsored by the African American Jewish Friendship Group, and this Seder is going to take place Sunday, May 7th at 5 o'clock p.m., and the facility that is um, being uh, donated to them for this event it's going to be held at Temple Beth L. Um, if you live in the Madison, Wisconsin area or the surrounding areas, you don't want to miss this Freedom Seder. It's going to be Sunday, May 7th at 5 o'clock p.m. and Temple Beth L. at 2702 Arbor Drive in Madison, Wisconsin, they will be hosting this Freedom Seder. And this Freedom Seder is going to focus on Jewish and African-American history and traditions. And this Seder is going to feature a Haggadah, a Passover service. It's going to have the traditional foods of Passover and songs from both cultures. You don't want to miss this. It provides a framework, and it's going to connect the communities together. And it creates, it's going, it celebrates, it celebrates the struggles that both communities have, okay? One, the Jewish people, the freedom from Egypt, they were once slaves in Egypt, and then it's going to celebrate the struggles that the African-American community have here in America and around the world. So don't count yourself out. If you happen to be in the United States, if you are not from the United States and you happen to frequent and you happen to go to Wisconsin, Madison, Wisconsin, or any of the surrounding towns, go ahead and poke your head in there to that Freedom Seder. It's going to be held at Temple Bethel 2702 Arbor Drive in Madison, Wisconsin, and they're going to be celebrating the struggles of African Americans and Jewish people that have happened through this land and throughout the world. And, you know, for all the people that are still living under oppression, and it mobilizes, it's going to mobilize a long range of social justice issues. The Seder is going to be led by Rabbi Jonathan Botch and J.P. Olson. So I want you guys to join. If you have it, you could donate $5. If not, you're still welcome because they want you to just participate and have a good time and learn about the histories of the people. And please, please, um, RSVP before May 1st, and you could RSVP to Merle and Jerry Sternberg, okay? You could RSVP 
before May 1st, Tamara and Jerry Sternberg. Okay, you can reach them at this telephone number, 608-298-7537, or you can email at Merle, it's M-E-R-L-I-E-J-S-80 at gmail.com, or you can reach Jerry at Gerald Sternberg two at gmail.com. You really, if you're in the if you're in the Madison, Wisconsin area, you really don't want to miss this Freedom Seder. I'm telling you, you're in for a big treat. And it was just an honor having them on the program. They had to go to other engagements, but I was just so thankful to talk to them about some of the things that they are doing in the community to make Dane County, Wisconsin, a better place to live and to promote the improvements of the race relations, equality, equity, and inclusion, okay? So, see, Merle, she's a part of the education committee, and they have so many different projects going on so that the school children can learn just not about one part of cultural history, but also the cultural history involving the African-Americans, the contributions that is made, as well as the Jewish cultural uh, influence and everything in the community. But we, this curriculum is from K, K, K through 12, and it is my prayer that, you know, everybody, every community that um, is experiencing uh, forms of segregation and discrimination against anyone, I'm talking anyone, not just African Americans, that there can be a coming together. There can be communities coming together to form. And when Jerry was on, he offered um, for everyone, if you, in your community, you see the community suffering and you see these things happening to where uh, people are uh, being discriminated against or anything, and it's a cause, it's a good cause. You want the children not to forget, you know, the past mistakes that were made. You want them to learn fully about the history and truth and not cover and bury things up because as Americans, we should know each other's histories and we should respect each other's histories and we should raise our children to know and honor each other, the honorable parts of history. This is just not one part of history that made this country. It's a whole big history that made this country. And Jerry offered that if any of you in your communities that are listening in, that we're interested in forming the type of groups like this uh, to bring equality, to bring education to your communities, you can get in touch with Gerald Sternberg, okay? You, you got it, Gmail them, email them, GeraldSternberg2 at gmail.com for uh, different social issues. I mean, he's an excellent lawyer, an ex excellent attorney. Um, he did live in the New York area, him and Merle, and they are um, awesome and very good at what they do 
and helping uh, communities come together and, you know, just basically uh, come together, uh, get to know one another so that all of this nasty anti-Semitism, all of this nasty racism, it can go away. I believe that it can go away when people understand and work together and know each other. You know, that's my thing about it. I believe in what they're doing. And, you know, they have made some powerful impacts. I remember sitting on the the, uh, committee on the African-American Jewish Friendship Group Committee, and, you know, it was um, very, it opened my eyes to a lot of things that people, you know, don't even consider, don't even think about. I mean, nowadays, we have people, as long as us personally, we're doing good, we don't really worry about the people around us, how they are living and how they are doing. And, you know, my eyes was opened up to a lot of the things about this this particular area because we took surveys of how much um, African Americans were allowed to be in management in these various communities. And surprise, to my surprise, there were not very many African Americans allowed to even be in a management positions in the community. They weren't even allowed businesses. So, you know, you will be surprised in 2023 that these things in various communities, rural communities, are still going on. And it's people that take the time that care, like um, Attorney Gerald Sternberg and his wife Merle Sternberg, you know, people take the time that really care to look into these matters, to bring it to everybody's attention. Because, yes, and it is exactly as Gerald Sternberg said. He said, whenever no one says anything, it, it it's complacency to it. I mean, and that is the truth. It, you know, these committees that... Uh, could pop up in various communities, it would help the community to improve and to treat everybody fair and improve relationships, you know, interpersonal relationship with uh, others, you know. And this is something else, too, because, I mean, in the beginning I had advertised my book and I said, hey, we're doing the Tikkun Olam thing because it's healing. It's bringing healing to people, and it's helping us. If we are if we are the best we can be in our communities, it's going to help others be the best that they can be. And you never know what good things will come out of learning about one another and doing good for one another um, in our various communities. So I believe it is just majorly important for each and every one of us in our communities to get involved. And if we see something that is not equal, it doesn't have equality, it's poor racial relations, it's because people don't know about each other. Once people get to know each other, even if the cultures are different, one thing that people will realize is that they are the same. We might do things in a different kind of way, 
but people are the same. Attitudes towards things, the beliefs in things. The only thing that separates people is not understanding the cultures. And this is why I truly, truly, truly believe in what the African-American Jewish Friendship Group is doing in Madison, Wisconsin, Dane County. And once again, I just, I thank them so much for coming on. But, hey, be back after this. This is CRS Radio, the knowledge station. You are listening to the Black Jewish Queen, live chat with Dr. Denise Gotatis. Yeah, you're listening in to the Black Jewish Queen live chat. And we are continuing on. And so it is an awesome program. We've been on talking to Gerald and Merle Sternberg. And it was just an awesome, awesome, awesome program. So. You are listening in to the Knowledge Station. Be right back. Hello. It's Shalom, Chat Rillers. This is Dr. Denise Bocatis, metaphysician, philosopher, and psychotherapist. I am one of the hosts of the Chat Rill with Billy and Friends. I'm also the host of the Black Jewish Queen live chat. I am here to announce another good friend of Billy Tappan and Friends, the writer of The Matrix and Terminator, the original oracle herself, sci-fi writer, Oscar, and award-winning Sophia Stewart. Did you know that Sophia Stewart has a lineup of fantastic books available, especially for those who love and enjoy her written work of The Matrix and The Terminator movies? If you love these movies, you will love her books. Her latest book is quite exciting for those who love The Matrix. It is called The Evolution of Conscious, Matrix 4. That is The Evolution of Conscious, Matrix 4. In this book, Sophia Stewart talks about cracking the genetic code. This is a must-read for those who love The Matrix and The Terminator. I am happy to announce this book is available on... Amazon, Barnes & Noble Bookstores, and it's also a recommended book on Goodreads, along with her other best-selling five-star books. Number one. George of me, River Kingdom, me no hide the truth from my people. Hey, select side, please give them their reading. Me, I say, the Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every single song, we must be the Lord. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every single song, we must be the Lord. We broke up his jaws with hatred. Look at what is happening right on the world. Gabriel, Karahia, Maladunya. Our Lord is watching to get this letter. Stop tribalism. I say, let us live in love. 
Nina Kulu Akwana. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every situation, we must live in love. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every situation, we must live in love. Gabriel Batakali Nasibu, wow, but if you in our let us know that we are one, one flesh, one blood, one country. We are all made in the image of God. Hey, hey. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. In every situation, we must live in love. The Lord is watching, is watching on us. Every situation, we must live in love. Whether in bad situations, even good ones, the Lord is there for us. Hey, that's why me say, we must live in love. Mafi dayale neng neng, wala sakla, nina kulua hit, God Almighty is watching on us. The Lord is watching. Is watching on us in every situation. We must live in love. The Lord is watching. Is watching on us in every situation. We must live in love. Introducing the Black Jewish Queen live chat with the Black Jewish Queen herself, your host, Dr. Denise Gotautis. Welcome back, everyone. Just speaking with our guest, Gerald and Merle Sternberg. They were here, and if you didn't catch the beginning of the program, we were talking about the African-American Jewish Friendship Group of Madison, Wisconsin. If you didn't catch the first part and you're kind of late coming in, um, hey, don't hesitate to download this program because they have a lot of information that they gave to the different communities that are list- that's listening about the race relations 
in Madison, Wisconsin, that's listening about the things that problems that people face as far as race relations, not only in Madison, Dane County, Wisconsin, but throughout the United States. So you will be in for a treat. If you did not catch that first part, go back, and you can download any one of these programs with the Black Jewish Queen Live Chat. Okay, it's very, very resourceful, very um, interesting program uh, that we had. It was a large discussion. Uh, it was covering um, the equality, equity, race relations, and the inclusion. Okay, uh, Merle, she works with the Education Committee in uh, Dane County. And when they started this project, they wanted not only to impact Madison, Wisconsin, with improving race relations and educating the children from K through 12 about the history of the African-American community um, throughout the country, they went in and they impacted some of the people that are across the United States of America. And this committee, the great thing about it is everyone they meet on a weekly basis, and they also visit other places throughout the country and visit historical sites to remind everyone of um, to remind everyone of the history of the country, and so that you know we won't repeat the same mistakes. I think when we learn history, we improve ourselves by remembering history, by remembering the past mistakes of our ancestors so that we will not uh, repeat the same mistakes. And there's a freedom seder that they're going to have because it's going to combine two cultures, the African-American culture and the Jewish culture. And seder is going to be held to remember the things um, that both cultures have been through as far as the Egyptian captivity is concerned and as far as the slavery that was concerned with both of the cultures and, you know, the things that the African-American community have in common with the Jewish community as well. So I just tell you, hey, if you missed all of the good stuff that we were talking about, I urge you to download this episode, spread the word, because um, they are willing to help anyone if you notice that there's discrimination or segregation from your prospective communities and you think you want to do something about it. Gerald Sternberg, he's a good person to contact, and he could tell you and show you legally how to form a committee of your own and to get your community together to improve the relationships with those that are in your community. That's what the African-American Jewish Friendship Group is about. It's about improving race relations, not just in Dane County, but into the respective communities, the prospective communities that are needed throughout the country. I mean, they've been real inspiration to many of the people, and they are trying to educate the United States of America to bring in a curriculum that just not covers 
just one-sided history, but all everybody's history. As an American, I mean, you know, um, there should be, you know, an African-American history. There should be uh, included, you know, so that many people, you know, they will know, you know, where the ancestors originally came from because everybody, America's a melting pot. There's every culture here, and every culture's history, the importance, the impact, that every culture made into America the contribution to make it is a country that it is today. We need to know about each other. We need to know about each other's history. It helps children. It helps others. It helps each one and every one of us to respect each other as Americans rather than just, uh, you know, Knowing about one side of the story, you want the whole story. And, you know, you want to teach your kids the whole stories because, you know, in history, everybody in history, our cultures, there's been mistakes. And those mistakes, the only way that those mistakes can be corrected is if everybody knows the history of how the mistakes was made, the directions the mistakes was made, and we can repair those things. That's what Tikkun Olam is about. It's about repairing the world. And that's what my book is about. It's about repairing the world. It's about relating to God, relating to Hashem, and being able to relate to Hashem. We need to be in repair, all of us. You know, no one's perfect. Everybody in some form, fashion, or another, we need repair. We need healing. And in turn, if each and every one of us, we have healing in our lives, we can pull that healing out to others. It's not just the I, I, I thing. It's not just about us, one person. It's about everybody. We need to share. We need to love one another. That is one of the most important commandments. And, you know, I hope right now, even now, Everyone is enjoying their Passover because enjoying the Pesach because you know what? During that time, even though Pharaoh didn't want the children of Israel to leave Egypt, but God, Hashem, he stood up and he caused many things to happen to those that were oppressing others. With that Passover angel who took the firstborn out because they were oppressing the others. And sometimes Hashem, he will stand up when oppression is really high and no one stands up to fight. He'll raise up somebody. He'll raise up a person that has the know-how to do it. He'll put the know-how in them and to do it. And Moses was one of those persons who raised up and said, hey, Hashem said, let my people go. And when they didn't let them go, when Hashem led that battle, they wind up, Pharaoh wind up letting them go. You know, this is what Passover is about. It's about the plagues. It's about the things that happened to a people that were oppressed. And this is what... It's so fitting, Gerald and Merle Sternberg, they came on the program to discuss what they were doing with the African-American Jewish Friendship Group. I mean, 
this group is awesome because it helps both cultures learn about each other. And you know what? During the March on Washington, um, Gerald, he um, mentioned during the March on Washington, it was both the Jewish community and the African-American community. It wasn't so much uh, uh, confusion and, and dismay going on with both communities. Both communities worked together to make their communities better communities. So I, I'm just so in awe and impressed and just believe in what they're fighting for and in what they're doing they're trying to keep the community safe, trying to um, help people to uh, better themselves and not only help people better themselves, help people to understand each other. Because without that understanding and without that help, no one, we, we wouldn't be able to heal each other. We couldn't even heal ourselves with a lot of confusion that would be going on in the community. So we have to stand up when no one, when nobody will stand up for being treated just like a human being. When nobody is saying anything and nobody's doing anything, evil is just going to run rapid. And that's why I said that these are some awesome people. And like I said, the Freedom Stater is going to take place. I'm going to give you the date and the time and everything. Remember, if you are in the Madison, Wisconsin area, or you are in the surrounding area of Madison, Wisconsin, Merle and Jerry Sternberg, with, along with the African-American Jewish Friendship Group, they are inviting you to their third annual Freedom Seder this will be held 2023 Sunday, May 7th at 5 o'clock p.m. I want you to go there and join them and learn about the Freedom Seder. And this it will be held at Temple Beth L, which is on 2702 Arbor Drive in Madison, Wisconsin. And the Freedom Seder is focuses on the Jewish and African American history and traditions, and the Seder will feature a Haggadah Passover service with the traditional foods and songs from both cultures. It will provide a framework that connects our communities and celebrates the struggles for all still living under oppression, and it is going to mobilize. You guys is going to mobilize Madison, Wisconsin. It's going to mobilize Dane County. It's going to mobilize Wisconsin. It's going to mobilize everybody around the world to address social justice issues. And this cedar is going to be held by Rabbi Jonathan Botch and J.P. Olson. You don't want to miss this. And if you want to donate to the cedar, it is the donation is just five dollars, but if you don't have anything at all to donate, you can go to this Seder for free. They want to see you, they want to hear your voice, and you know, you can even donate at the door when you come. And I want you to know everybody is welcome. 
these satyrs, they're really, really good satyrs, okay? And, okay, before, you can also, if you're coming, please RSVP before May 1st to Merle and Jerry Sternberg. And the telephone number is 608-298-7537. That's 608-298-7537. Or if you cannot call by call them by telephone, you can reach them by email. You can reach Gerald, Gerald Sternberg, two, at gmail.com. That's Gerald Sternberg, two, at gmail.com. You are in for a treat. You are in for a treat. And I urge you to go to this Freedom Cedar. And, hey, I might even pop in myself. So, you guys, you are going to be in such for a treat. You are going to meet different people. You are going to hear of different stories. And you are even going to just immerse yourself in the culture of the, you know, of, of the foods, the different cultural foods foods. And Dr. Harris, he was one of my favorite people in Bruce and William, all of them on the, they sat on the committee with me when I was a part of the African American Jewish Friendship Group. They are some very, very special people. And oh, William, he has a, there's a history. Uh, They have a lot of history about um, the oppression that happened in the nation. It's good for people to, you know, reach back into history and to know it and also to know how people overcome the most oppressive things because, you know, we learn by these things. And Merle, you know, um, at one time she shared a story uh, with me about her dad. He was in the Holocaust, how he overcame, how he made it uh, um, out of there, how she shared a story w- with me of of a person when her dad was on a on a bus. I remember the stories. Her dad was on a bus with another guy, and they weren't allowed to speak in the Hebrew language or the Yiddish because if they did, it would identify them that they were, you know, they were Jewish during that time when Hitler was trying to attack and to bring, you know, everybody to the, you know, to, into bondage, into the oppression, into the gas chambers. And so she shared with us the story of her dad, how he escaped uh, from being caught up into the Holocaust and killed. He escaped. And, you know, one guy on the bus, he spoke the language he was trying to speak to him in Hebrew, and he acted like he didn't understand or know what he was saying. And then all of a sudden, the guys came on the bus and took the guy who was talking in Hebrew. I mean, Merle, her dad, he has a, she has a story, a big story about how these things came about. I mean, and, you know, these are the type of stories that are shared or even you will get some of the stories in Madison, Wisconsin, some of the African-American stories that I heard there where someone has shared that it used to be so segregated, it used to be so prejudiced to where you get crosses burned in your yard, you know, different things and how the things were overcome. You know, there's been histories. It's been histories, and these things, these things happen so that everybody could know and understand one another, and everybody could know how to overcome them, and everybody can know how not to make the same mistakes. If people not make the same mistakes, 
because they hear or they learn about these different situations in the communities that are happening, it would not be so much disrespect to other cultures. And people can start to heal one another because, you know, people have to be healed of these hurts. They have to be healed first on the inside before they can start helping others to be healed. I mean, I know you have to go through something and get through something in order to help someone else get through it that been through, that is going through what you already went through, in other words. That's what I'm trying to say. But anyways, I think that you all, you can get so much out of going to the Satyrs and just listening and learning history. And, you know, that's with everyone. We learn and we improve and we make the world a better place to live in. And that's the whole goal of everything. Okay? So. I just, I, I'm still thankful. I'm really thankful that Gerald and Merle Sterberg came on the program. And if you did miss the first half of the program, uh, they offered some very important information. And um, I just thank them for coming on. And I thank you, everyone. I really thank everyone for listening in. I do hope, too, that you got a lot out of this program because it was a very, very interesting program. And um, my thing about this whole thing is I think what they're doing is just awesome because it is helping to improve the race relations in the country, not just in Wisconsin, but the country itself because they have made a lot of progress since 1990 um, improving the race relations in Dane County. And it's very important work, very important things that they're doing, and they are reaching out across the nation to different communities and giving them ideas, giving them inspiration of how to improve race relations in their cities, in their towns, and they are just wonderful people because they are willing to help others who don't know how to quite form groups of this nature to improve the communities around them, and so that it won't be so much uh, disparity, just just so much uh, disrespect and hatred going around. I mean, I notice people hate each other when they don't understand each other. And when people don't communicate, don't learn about another's culture, um, it causes a whole lot of confusion and misunderstandings that don't need to be there. Because it's an example about the things that's happening about um, people, you know, while driving while black, you know, just different things, the the unnecessary um, harassments because of the negative stereotypes of each racial group. And these are the things that's happening in the day and age that we live in. We cannot close our eyes to these things. We have to face these issues head on so that we can improve 
ourselves so that we can improve the people around us so that we will be able to help each other, so that we will be able to heal each other. We will be able to heal each other from the pains and the hurts caused by misunderstandings of not understanding one another's cultures. And all of this hate stuff, it will stop once everybody stop and think and come together. When you treat other people how you want to be treated, then, well, you'll be able to improve the world one puzzle piece at a time. I always say this. I always say, hey, Tikin Olam, heal the world. This is what it is all about. It's about healing one another. It's about helping one another. It's about improving one another. And when we do that for one another, we improve um, our lives. We improve the lifestyle of everybody. Everybody starts caring about one another once again. Then you could truly heal this world, heal the planet, heal everybody that's hurting, you know, and all of this violence and all of these distasteful things it will begin to stop because you're caring about your fellow human being. You're not trying to shoot each other down. You're not trying to cripple each other. You're helping each other. And, you know, when that happens, this world, it will heal, and it will bring, for those who are looking for Mashiach, in my opinion, it will bring the Mashiach. It will bring the Mashiach. The Mashiach will be able to come. The Mashiach will be able to teach. You know, it will be a different type of world. I mean, wouldn't it be a great world if everybody, when you looked around, everyone was in a rush to help you? This is a goal. Everybody should think opposite of what is now. I mean, you you don't have to look far to look for negative things around you, okay? You, You don't have to look far. To, to see something that gets you sick to your stomach, that gets you angry. And the whole goal, I don't think the creator, he, he, he created us to always be in anxiety to be in, fear to be, uh, to, to, to just be sick to our stomach, looking at the murders and looking at all of this anti-Semitism, all of this racism. I don't think that we were created on the earth for this. He didn't mean for us to have a life that we didn't enjoy, have a life in misery, okay? Because all of these things, this fear, this anger, everything is causing the world to be a miserable place to live in, and it's causing everybody to be afraid of each other. I really don't believe that Hashem meant for people to live in fear. He made everything, everything in this world that he made, he made it for the good. He made it for us to be, you know, to treat each other well. He made it so that we all can live in peace and harmony and enjoy the things that are created, enjoy the things around us. He didn't mean for us to sit here with all this anti-Semitism and this hate and this violence that's going on in the world. It is time for us to stand up, each and every one of us. We are a puzzle piece. And we, it's time for each and every one of us to do our part in order to improve things. Things will not improve unless each and every one of us do our part, do that good part. Give somebody a hug. 
smile at them. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what their day's been like. Give them a hug. Do your part. Say hello. Give them a smile. You know, it's a part of healing. Just that little one act of kindness, it could bring the whole entire planet into the healing process. And if each everybody practice goodness rather than practicing evil, it will improve the quality of life in this world. It will cause people to start caring about each other. And this is going to happen one community at a time. Exactly what Gerald and Merle Sternberg is doing, they're improving. They're, they're, they're doing their part. Not, and if we don't say anything, if we don't attempt to do anything, if we don't attempt to do goodness to the people that are around us, it won't change. It starts with us. We can't look at anybody else because Hashem, he's not going to hold anybody else accountable but ourselves. We are going to have to answer for ourselves what we do in this body. We have to work on ourselves, improve ourselves, make up our mind that we are going to be a good and positive um, being for the creation around us. It's going to start with one, with each and every one of us, one person at a time. We have to make up our minds. That's what we're going to do and do it. And then when you pass it along to somebody else, it's going to be passed on to the next person. And that's what Tikkun Olam is about. And then when you do that, not only are you healing yourself, you're healing the person next to you. And then that person, they're going to be healing the other person next to them. You are going to take part in healing the world. And I believe Hashem, God, he loves peacemakers, okay? Just one person at a time, one puzzle piece at a time. At this time, I just want to thank you for listening in to CRS Radio's The Black Jewish Queen live chat. You are listening to the Knowledge Station. I just want to thank you. And join us next time for another wonderful program. Um, we will be having Talk Israel tomorrow in the chat reel tomorrow. And I think Talk Israel is 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And if I got that wrong, Anya Fiber, don't get me. And uh, the chat reel is coming on at 8 p.m. Monday. And um, so um, 8 p.m. Monday Eastern Time. So please continue to listen into CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station. Thank you for watching me or listening in with me on the Black Jewish Queen live chat here on CRS Radio, the Knowledge Station. Our special guests were Gerald and Merle Sternberg of the African American Jewish Friendship Group of Madison, Wisconsin. I thank everyone for tuning in and talk to you soon.